What is up, Daves? Today was a very exciting day for me. I was at work and I put on the podcasts that I listened to and I listened to uh, Sherman Ray's second episode about Mayor Pete Buttigieg and he addressed some of my criticisms about his previous uh, podcast talking about uh, Lieutenant Pete's military service. So I'm going to go over some of the points that he brought up about my criticism and uh, see if he actually addressed some of the things that I brought up during my video. For those of you that are only listening and not watching uh, right now on the YouTube video that I have, I want you to notice that in the left-hand side of the screen there, there's this crusty old ironing board. It's disgusting. It's got this nasty, gnarly cover on it. And uh, when I start Sherman's video here, I want you to see if that, uh, if that crusty ironing board is still there. I also want to uh, apologize ahead of time. I, I still kept this video clean, but I was uh, personally attacked, an ad hominem attack, by some of the Sherman's way of deflecting and defending the, the terrible things that he said. And uh, when that happens, the, the Juggalo Patriot starts to come out. And he may have had a little bit of uh, something to do with this video. It, it, this has been really interesting, folks. I'll tell you, this has probably been one of the most interesting pieces of... Uh, I've never done a podcast that has gotten this kind of reaction. Um, I got some really crazy feedback from, from this from this uh, uh, this podcast that we just did Monday. And it seems like there was somebody who who thought I was disrespecting the military. So I'm gonna I'm gonna address that really quick um, because uh, we 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 want to definitely let people know that that uh, there are there's a couple of things that I am not. Uh, one, I'm not tall, and uh, number two, I am not uh, I'm not Swedish. That's number two. And number three, I have. Uh, utmost uh, respect for the military. My dad was in the military. He served uh, most of the time that I was a kid and uh, retired from the military. So right away, my interest is piqued. He doesn't mention what branch of the military his dad was in, and he doesn't mention that he lived with his dad while his dad was in the military. He says, my dad was in the military for the while I was a child, while I was a kid. Normally, uh, when you're a military brat, I was. My, my stepdad was in the Army. We were stationed in Germany. Lived uh, at Fort Eustis. We lived at Fort Belvoir. And, and we lived over in Germany. I went to high school and at uh, Hanau American High School in Germany. Sherman doesn't mention that he lived at any bases or went anywhere. I'm assuming from that that maybe his dad wasn't with him and his mom, and, and now I feel bad. And Sherman, I just want to let you know that it's not your fault. Um, you might have some animosity towards the reserves or the Navy for some reason. Maybe it's just because you, you hate Mayor Pete, and that's where he served. But uh, I want to let you know that it's not your fault that your dad left you and your mom, okay? No, Stewie, Stewie. It's not your fault. Don't do this to me, man. Not you, man. It's not your fault. Screw you. Cut it out, man. It's not your fault. 
Oh, why is it so hard? I didn't know it was going to be so hard. Oh. What kind of a man would I be if I ran off now? Well, you'd be a black man. Wow, wow, whoa, what was that? Ah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, that was my father talking. You, uh, you gotta work on that man. Bad dog. Uh, my my business partner is a, is a Marine, so I get to hear the, the, the Marine um, hoorah thing all the time and uh, surround myself with a lot of people. The old, it's the old, some of my best friends are, defense. Instead of addressing the things that he said about the Navy and about the reserves and about uh, Lieutenant Pete's service, he's saying some of my best friends were in the military. So let's get back to what somebody said uh, and what was uh, taken out of context for my, uh, my Monday podcast. I have somebody who just has this hard on for me, okay? And evidently doesn't have much else to do in life. I do have a hard-on for Sherman. He's got me there. Uh, just like he has a hard-on for Mayor Pete. He's dedicated two hours this week to breaking down everything about Mayor Pete and how he's conniving, how he's a Manchurian candidate, and that's great. That's awesome. He's probably dead on that Mayor Pete has been kind of planning this life all along. But when he addressed the military part, that's when he really got my attention. As far as me not having anything better to do, I, I guess I could go in the house right now and watch Game of Thrones or Breaking Bad or some other crap like that, but I don't enjoy that stuff. What I do enjoy is making content for the internet, making podcasts, making YouTube videos, and I need content to make content sometimes. So I listen to Sherman Ray. He's local. Uh, I, I comment on local politics, and he's a local politician, and he just feeds me so many gems. And, and how can I not make hay out of of everything that that Sherman brings me and just hands me? He uh, he's amazing. He's an amazing source of funny to me, and and it's way better than anything I'm going to find in there on that stupid TV. So what they did is they were listening to my podcast, and when I said something about Mayor Pete, oh, and you probably all know, Mayor Pete is running against President Donald Trump, right? So this person took umbrage to that. They thought that, oh my gosh, I, I've said something wrong about the anointed one, that I've said something wrong about Mayor Pete. But a judge isn't running against Donald Trump. He's running for the nomination for the opportunity to run against Donald Trump. I don't think he'll ever get there. He's not that guy. As much as Sherman is afraid of his background and, and his machinations to become the guy, in my humble opinion, Pete's never going to get there. And I think what Sherman is doing here is implying that I'm somehow offended by what he said about Mayor Pete because I don't like Donald Trump. And that's not the case. I buy Trump official merchandise from the website. I donate to the campaign. I don't think Sherman can say that because I know he buys knockoff merchandise. I know he voted to continue to allow the party to sell knockoff merchandise. So I think Sherman is an anti-Trumper. And I think he's promoting a candidate in Pete Buttigieg that has no chance of winning the Democratic nomination. 
but he's giving him two hours of shine. Why? I don't consider Pete Buttigieg the anointed one. Uh, that I said something wrong about his mil military record and that I offended all veterans as a result of that. I didn't say that you misrepresented his military record. I said you misrepresented what he did in the military. You had your assumptions of what a military intelligence officer does. You had your assumptions about what someone does when they're in the Navy, when they're in the combat zone. You made your assumptions about what it entails when you're driving from Bagram Air Base to Kabul. You were offensive towards veterans when you said that the reserves was not the real military. And when you implied, when you said outright, that the Navy was a safe place to be. Well, I think that's being disingenuous. I, and I think it's just being cowardly and I think it's just being scummy. I, and that's just the way it is. Because this person did everything but listen to the entire context of the podcast. And the podcast, once again, was about Mayor Pete. Is he qualified? What has he been doing in life? Documenting what he has done in life. Even his military service, folks. Where milit and, and Mayor Pete said something very interesting about this. He called himself an Uber driver. So who are you? Are you, you like some special forces guy or something? I'm just a cook. A cook? Oh my God, we're gonna die. He called himself an Uber driver as a driver for his commander, a hundred trips between Bagram and back as an ensign. And he called himself an Uber driver because he, because that's all he did. He just drove back and forth. Yes, he trained for military intelligence. Okay. He went and looked at bank records, that kind of stuff. Now he's saying that I didn't listen to the entire podcast. I actually listened to it several times through and through. And like I said, the research that he did where he talked about Buttigieg being Maltese and somehow that ties him into George Soros, that's great. I love conspiracies. I love conspiracy theories. You roll with that. And, you know, the, the, the fact that Mayor Pete went through a lot of programs, met the right people, volunteered for the right people, that's great too. I'm suspicious too. It seems like he always landed on the right campaigns and always worked for the right people. So, I mean, you're good to go down that rabbit trail. I listened to the whole thing in context. I wasn't being disingenuous or scummy. I took the points that you made about the military service. Whether or not Pete actually did it, I'm assuming he did. Because when someone says that they served in a certain place and did a certain job, it's very easy for people to come out and say, no, he didn't. It's, it's hard to lie about something like that. Uh, maybe uh, you recall John Kerry and, and uh, all of the flack that he took for claiming certain awards that he didn't earn or for being in places that he wasn't. I haven't heard anyone come out and say, Mayor Pete never drove for me. I've never heard anyone dispute any of the things that he said about his service. So I'm going to take him at his word. He drove from the airbase to Kabul. 
He did the job. He was in a combat zone. He was in danger. He was in the Navy. He was an intelligence officer. All these things are true until they're not. Calculated? Sure. Great idea. Join the military, now you can say you're a veteran. A lot of people do it, just so they can say they're a veteran. But to say that he was out there with all the other guys who have lost legs, like Joey Jones, you know, guys have lost eyeballs, that kind of stuff, that is anything but the truth. He did the, he had, he did what he had to do, and I believe, okay? I'm just saying as a simple servant, I don't, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure looking at his record, that he did what he did to put something on his record so that when he runs for any elected office that he can say, yes, I'm a veteran. That's right, doggone it, I'm a veteran. I had a gun, I had an armed pistol on me and I drove it, I was an Uber driver, okay? I believe what Sherman is doing here is using a false equivalency. Mayor Pete never said that he served or that he lost limbs, or that he lost an organ. To say that someone who lost limbs or lost an organ is a veteran, and those that didn't aren't, is kind of what it sounds like he's saying. I believe I said in my last video that the gentleman or lady who is driving the forklift in New Mexico in the supply division is just as much as, is just as much a veteran as someone who's injured or lost their life. But then those people who were injured or lost their life are combat veterans, disabled veterans, Purple Heart veterans. There's, there's degrees, just like in everything. But every one of us who signed that blank check, whether it be reserves, National Guard, or active duty, get to call ourselves a veteran. And that includes Mayor Pete. And that's what this person, this, uh, and, and unfortunately, the guy who uh, who did this uh, this uh, little take on my on my on my podcast um, has has ha now has it widely disseminated amongst his friends. I think there are five or six people, and I happened to see it at a meeting yesterday, and I thought I would address it today. So that that's it. Okay, that's and that is it, folks. So I want to thank the five or six of you um, from the bottom of my heart who consume my widely disseminated content, uh, video and podcasts that, uh, that Rob and Juggalo Patriot do. And uh, I, 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 I mean, I, I don't, I don't want to compare numbers. It, it, there's no point to it. I, I, I hope Sherman's podcast is very successful. I hope it's doing well. I know that Rob and I are doing well. We uh, don't advertise, we don't promote, uh, except amongst the circle. We have, we have a very niche audience. We, we listen, we, we talk about very local stuff, mostly. So I don't want to compare numbers to Sherman. We're doing well. He's doing well. Five or six of you, you're loyal. You, you love what Rob and Juggalo Patriot do, and I appreciate you. And it looks like... Sherman is done picking apart my critique of his assessment of the military. He, that's it. That's it. He's done. He'll move on with his show. I, I want to encourage you, please listen to his podcast. If you're really nerdy about this stuff like I am, listen to his podcast. He talks about national and international stuff a lot more than, than Rob and Juggalo Patriot do. 
and you'll you'll enjoy it if you're if you're nerdy for this stuff. Like I said, I, I'll listen to it two three times while I'm at work. I, I have other things I could listen to, but I, I enjoy listening to to Sherman Ray's podcast. So please go look up Nevada uh, Conservative Forum. Now, un- unfortunately, he didn't have the stones to say my name or to say the name of this podcast and, and, and this YouTube channel in his defense of what he said. He won't offer his listeners the opportunity to listen to what I'm saying and then compare it to what he said. But I'm, I'm telling you, go listen to his whole podcast. Get the context of what I said. Go watch and listen to what I say and then go and listen to what he says and tell me if I'm wrong. And, and I'll maybe consider uh, that I might be wrong. Um, let's, let's go on with Mayor Pete, folks. Um, let's talk about what else he has done in life. When we left off, we were just finishing off with his, uh, with his uh, military service. Military service. The second time he said military service, for those of you listening on audio, he did the old air quotes. And... Um, he had a little bit of training in as an intelligence officer. Now, I look to find out what these guys do because a lot of times you can go over this stuff and you really don't know what they mean by a military officer or an intelligence officer. What do these people do? Okay, Full-fledged intelligence officer does some, some heady stuff. What did Mayor Pete do, though? Okay, Well, it says that he began his training for it, that at some point he actually worked... Um, and, and did um, some background investigation on, on finances, and, he, and, he, and evidently uh, terrorist cells were trying to do something, and Mayor Pete had maybe something to do. They don't say what he did. I, I would assume for um, you know, uh, security services, they didn't say what he did. Hey, there you go. You finally said something that almost made sense. If he told you what he did over there, he'd have to kill you. Did you not listen to my video fully? I explained to you what a military intelligence officer does. It's not heady stuff. It's pretty routine. It's collecting, analyzing, and disseminating intelligence. Mayor Pete, this is just my, uh, this, just because of the context of where he was and what he was doing, I think he was interrogating enemy fighters, men's talented in languages. He's going with his commander to drive. That's something an enlisted guy like me could have done. Just drive the, the, the Land Rover and keep it between the ditches and not bounce off any IUD, I, IUDs, IEDs. Uh, but Mayor Pete, yeah, you're right. It has something to do with security services. If I told you, I'd have to kill you. He was probably breaking off the fingernails of the bad guys and going, where are you getting your money? But he's not going to tell you that. Uh, but that was really pretty much the extent of his uh, work. He did, a, he did uh, gosh, less than a year, I guess. Um, seven months. I guess he took a seven-month leave of absence. Typical Navy deployment is six months on a cruise when you go on a ship. Those very, very safe ships. You spend six months on the cruise. Some folks, when they go to a shore duty station, can be there for a year. It depends on your rate. It depends on what your job is. Uh, Intel people tend to have a better seashore rotation 
than other jobs. We spend a lot of time on shore and about the equal time at sea. Um, being in a combat zone, in a uh, danger area, six to seven months sounds about right. Some folks do a year, rotate back for six months, a year, go somewhere else, do training. But uh, seven months, that sounds legit. And deployed in Afghanistan. And, uh, and like I said, he was an Uber driver for a commander. And uh, I know there was somebody who, who took umbrage to that also, and they said, hey, my dad was an ensign. And, but I bet you your dad kicked butt. I can almost guarantee it your dad kicked butt and took names. Okay? I can almost guarantee it your dad rose through the ranks because that was his mission. That's what he wanted to do. Mayor Pete, not so much. He, he just couldn't cut the mustard, and that's the way it was. The person he's referring to that took umbrage to what he said was giving a reply to my video, and they gave their parents' experience as a Navy officer. Uh, that that person is someone that, that Sherman is trying to kiss up to. And, you know, oh, I bet your dad kicked ass over there. And, but Mayor Pete didn't cut the mustard. Uh, I checked there is no cut the mustard ribbon or medal. Uh, if you get an honorable discharge, I believe that implies that you cut the mustard. So I'm going to assume he cut the mustard until I hear otherwise. Up until this point, I've been using the video from Sherman's Facebook. He usually does the first 15, 20 minutes of his podcast on Facebook Live, and then he switches. He does the whole thing as a podcast. So I used the video from the first 15 to 20 minutes from Facebook, and now I'll be switching over. You'll notice the improvement in audio because I'm going to be switching over to just his podcast. Um, you know, in our first segment, we had to deal with... I don't know, a small, a small matter. Um, I guess I should get used to it. There's going to always be people who are going to challenge you. Uh, they're not going to like what you say, and they're not going to like your outlook. Excuse me. Um, I guess I should get used to that. Um, it's very tough, to tell you the truth, because I think I'm right all the time, and I think everybody should agree with me, <laughs> just like every other talk show host. But, you know, there's always going to be people who don't agree with you. I actually had somebody said that I don't like veterans and uh, that I disrespected veterans. No, you know, I, I think what happened is I got one veteran who's probably one, uh, one, one magazine shy of a full load. I thought he was done talking about it. Seemed like he said he was, but he occupies space rent-free in my head, and apparently I occupy space in his head rent-free as well. Um he mentioned that I seem to be one magazine short of a full load. I've never heard that before, but I am familiar with a, a song by the band Queen. It says, uh, one wave short of a shipwreck, one card short of a full deck. I'm going slightly mad. So I think Sherman might be referring to the fact that I have a mental illness. I have a multiple personality I won't say disorder. Uh, it's not a problem. I cope pretty well with it. But Juggalo Patriot and Chris Dyer occupy the same headspace. I've been pretty transparent with that. I'm the calm, collected one. Juggalo Patriot is the profane and abusive one. And uh, he's going to get his turn when Rob comes back. Him and Rob will... Uh, maybe address this and 
not such a nice way, the way I am. Uh, they maybe you know. I mean, I, I would I would never go so far as to at- attack someone's mental illness or make fun of their weird teeth or their bald head or them being short or not Swedish. I'm above that, but Juggalo Patriot, not so much. So I don't know. Maybe you're uh, maybe you're rattling the cage when you when you start making fun of the mental illness. Schizophrenia with involuntary narcissistic rage, but he is a very gentle person. Um, that uh, that I and 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 he's an admitted anarchist. Well, now somebody's been doing their homework. I'm not the only anarchist in the Republican Party. Lynn Anarchy Armanino, that chick hates rules, loves chaos. You, Sherman, you hate rules. You love chaos. You like to buy pirated merchandise, counterfeit Trump merchandise. You like to uh, subvert the First Amendment and not allow people to video record at meetings. You're an anarchist too. Right on, bro. Let me just quickly read what an anarchist is. Anarchy, a state of disorder due to absence or non-recognition of authority. That's you. That's me. That's Lynn. That's Dave Sashtag. We are anarchists. Right on. Uh, Also, second definition. Absence of government and absolute freedom of the individual regarded as a political ideal. Well, obviously that's a utopian theory right there. It would be like liberty. I mean, liberty to the extreme. And uh, I'm all for that. Of course, it'll never happen. We have spontaneous order and, and theories like that, so that it's not like everything would fall into total chaos. But let me read that other line again there. Absolute freedom of the individual. I do like that. I guess you got me. I am an anarchist. I don't remember where I said that, but you're right. Um, that he decided that he's going to put something out there. And there's going to be people like that, uh, you know, uh, so whatever, you know, what? And, but I had to address that in our first um, segment, and so that's what I did. Sherman, they hate us because they ain't us. Let your haters be your motivators. You must be doing it right if, you know, if, if people are coming after you, people like me, you know, because I'm a big deal. Um, this is the end right here, and uh, I, I, I missed the clip where... Sherman talked about you can listen to his podcast. You you can you can hear him talking about how Mark Levin listens to it to his podcast. I think he even implied that Sean Hannity listens to his podcast, or maybe he just kind of throws it out there. Hey, Ron Paul, uh, if <laughs> when you listen to this, uh, you know, give me a give me a shout out because um, I know Ron Paul listens to this just like Mark Levin listens to Sherman Ray's podcast because Sherman is is so set on his conspiracy theories about Mayor Pete, Buddha Judge, Buddha, Buddha, right? Judge, Buddha, Judge. It's easy. Uh, Sherman is so set on his theories that he thinks that Mark Levin is going to steal them. He's going to listen to Sherman's and then and then talk about it. And that's that's awesome. If if Sherman is influencing Mark Levin, uh that's cool. 
sounds a little delusional to me, but I don't I don't really know what Sherman's audience is. Uh, after this clip, this is this is the end of the video, and I, I really appreciate you watching or or listening if you're if you're listening to this as a podcast episode. I'm not going to put music on the front and back like I normally do because when I did it last time, the way I had to do it, I uploaded it to YouTube and it immediately, of course, got copyright struck, and then I had to uh, then download the audio from that and trim it. And what it did was it sent out two notifications because I then put the trimmed version in so people that are subscribers to the YouTube channel, they got a notification that there was a video up that I then deleted and then the video without those those two songs in it so it wouldn't get copyright struck. And for the first time ever, uh, because I was so clean and the video was 30 minutes long, it was too long for some people to watch, but it actually got an ad. So I, I was pretty psyched about that. And uh, after I'm done speaking, instead of uh, a song, Home Means Nevada, which we normally play at the end of the podcast, I've got some little clips that I found throughout Sherman's audio that I'm thinking about mixing into a song. He's, uh, he's doing a little beatboxing. You might have heard him burp, a little belch, a little burp, excuse me. Uh, in there, and, and I and I clipped that, and I clipped a few other things, and I think I'm going to take those clips out and, and maybe import them into GarageBand and, and try and make a little a little beat and a little song because I, I do other things. I, I like to I like to make music too, and then I, I just heard something musical about some of the the noises and, and the the way Sherman speaks. So thanks for watching this, Sherman. I appreciate it. Let your haters be your motivators. Uh, you five or six diehards that are out there watching this, thank you for for being there for me and watching this. And hopefully Rob will be back soon. Rob and Juggalo Patriot can can tear it up and say all the bad words and insulting things about people and, and get things back the way they they normally are. Get rid of my milk toast silly gooseness. All right. Bye. That um, that um, boot at edge, and that's how you say it, boot at edge. Uh, and if you say it really fast, it sounds really funny. Pete Buttigieg. Boot, boot at edge, Andrea Ocasio-Cortez. I'm Sherman Ray.